than I normally do. Why? Because now I want to see what is this big thing that you have for me that takes more time to be prepared that I have to be waiting so long that I have to be going through all this hardship. And can I tell you that three weeks after I got a call to go back to the same place that I was working and you know where I was called to work, the same department that I was kicked out from right, right. back into the face of the people who spoke when I left that there, I, I'm not coming back there. I cannot come back there. Mm. And I was wow. in their face again. Why? Because the manifestation must come back to the same people who doubted you. When I was a child, I had waited to experience a fatherly love. A love that will heal and restore me into the place that I needed to be made whole and be restored. My heart would yearn for that love and that experience, but I was searching for it in the wrong places. In fact, I would have waited in vain had I not received Christ as my Lord and my Savior and have experienced that Father heart of God. And so in that process of waiting, I had experienced frustration, rejection, and even hopelessness. I felt like it will never happen. And when I would hug, I couldn't feel that love. When I would talk with my hurtly father, it would just feel that hunger at the time. But I would go back into that place where I felt like nothing sufficed anymore. But now the Father heart of God would reveal to me. And I can truly say above all that that space I've been filled. God is the ultimate love. And this is just one of the many things that I have waited for that I'm now walking into the fulfillment of. No. Why wait? What have you waited for that you are now walking into the fulfillment of? Hi there, guys. Welcome back to another episode on Moving Into Purpose podcast. By the way, we're in a new month, the month of June. And I just want to say happy new month to you all. I am anticipating above all that this month will be filled with the joy of the Lord and some of us will experience the fulfillment of the promises of God. Something is great. I feel so great. I feel like God is about to bless some hearts and expose some lives. But without going any further, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about waiting. Why wait? And waiting is attached to every process in our life. And it's not something that we would have to think about. Because even now, we are waiting on something to be fulfilled. Or we have just stepped out of that place of waiting for, for something. But how do we cope in the gap between waiting for something and its manifestation? And so joining me on this conversation is gospel recording artist and prophetic minister whose stage name is Chosen Vessel, O'Neill Stacey. I am so excited. So let's get into it. Hi, O'Neill. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, thank you very much for giving this privilege 
to join this podcast. It's an awesome privilege and I'm grateful. Amen. It's great having you. It's great having you. So, let me ask a question before I get right into this. What place are you at now in your walk with the Lord and your own personal life? Okay, well, I've been released into the prophetic ministry and so currently I'm working in that calling where right. I I minister in different assemblies. I have one-on-one with spiritual daughters and sons as it entails different categories of work when you're called to ministry. So it's not just in church but also at work in the home where I have family devotions and stuff with the family. Currently where the physical aspect is concerned and that's why I'm happy that I was called for this topic. Where that is concerned I'm still waiting. <laughs> Bless God. <laughs> right. Right. I just pray that God will bless you on that journey, you know, both in the physical and in your spiritual walk. It's great having you. And Onil, you have impacted my life in the way of encouragement. You know, I can remember when your words of wisdom to me in the formative stage of my Christian walk, you know, I can remember your words of wisdom. There were times when I had relied on your words of encouragement to keep me going. (laughs) There is much in you that have blessed me. And, And so I'm pleased that you are joining me on this conversation. So in this episode, we are posing the question, why wait? And I'm sure for many, just the thought of waiting makes them cringe. Like, oh no, you know, how long will it take? You know, why wait? And so I have mentioned earlier that waiting is attached to every process in your life, whether it is the waiting of giving birth, waiting on God, waiting in purpose, you know, and I just want to dive into this conversation a little. But before we do, is there something that you have waited for, O'Neill, that you are now walking into the fulfillment of? Yeah, as we as we spoke earlier about the prophetic ministry, it was prophesied over my life that I would be a prophet from I was 16 years old, which at that time I could not see how I would be a prophet, right? But by the age of 17, I was prophesying without control. And that's still happening now. So I waited and now I'm stepping into that. But not just that it was prophesied to me, I I, I ignored it, right? Because I wasn't waiting for that to happen. And, and that's what bothers some of us when it comes on to waiting. What we are expected to wait on, we were not planning on waiting for that. So right. I was not planning on waiting for any prophetic ministry. And so I was going about my regular business. Mm-hmm. Right. But when God decides that this is what he wants for you and this is what he wants you to wait for, you wow. have little bit of options or or even opinion where it is concerned Mm -hmm. right so i was doing my own thing until one night after and we're 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 live but i'm not afraid to say i was sinning when god decided that he want to implore me on what he has prophesied over my life 
and the fact that I need to be waiting on this and not just waiting and that's what that's what happens to some of us also we're just yeah. waiting but we're not we're not work building on what we're waiting on oh, yes. so I needed to study right? right because I'm waiting to be released into something but I need to know about it I cannot mm-hmm. just wait to be released into it so it got to a point where I needed to start studying more mm-hmm. right but before I jump right one night after I came in from a sinful act the lord spoke to me just the way we're talking now and he called my name aggressively you know when you do something wrong and you hear mommy call you you know right. say i beat me about forget that's the tone that the lord called me in and he said O'Neill, stop mm-hmm. and i was shocked and he scolded me when i when i say school nobody has ever made me feel so bad mm-hmm. with nothing that they've said to me like the way the lord schooled me and troubled my conscience and then right. he started showing me myself on a podium in robe purple and gold and i was holding a horn in my hand filled with oil and there was a congregation before me and the church was in purple and gold also and he says this is what i have called you for mm-hmm. And at that point, I, I I fell in love what he in what he called me for, and I started waiting for the manifestation of the prophetic to be on my life. So sometimes God has to shake you for you to actually accept that you are called for something. Yeah, only that is, I don't know. This is powerful. You're stirring me. All right. <laughs> this is powerful and I love it. Oh my goodness. You know, I love how you mentioned we are waiting, but are we actually building on what we are right, actually what waiting, waiting for? Powerful. I love that statement, by the way. The Lord is here. And so I love that, Tony. I love that. Whoa, that's great. You know, you know, I'm going to share my own experience. So even in my own life, I had experience waiting on things. But specifically, one of the things that I had waited for was to have an encounter or that experience in a way that would change my life, you know, and change the whole trajectory of how I see things. And so I'm now walking into that fulfillment. So remember Moses, Moses, O'Neill, and how his encounter with the burning bush and how he has been transformed after all of that process, how long it took him to have experienced that life-changing encounter and relationship with with God it is quite impressive and so waiting is important but let me ask you a question though was it a desire was that prophetic ministry before God told you all of that was it a desire first within you you felt the call mm. because you were prophesied about it was it like that yeah so before mm. it was before it was prophesied to me I had no thinking of that mm. I just wanted to be an ordinary Ooh. Christian to say then right i i I want to share this also that even before i got baptized right Right. like it was not a desire also to to be um, baptized and that's why i know that when god actually script your life right it is really script because i was going to church and instruction class was going on but i was avoiding it Mm. until one night my my mom rushed me and she said everybody else is at instruction class but you're around here go to the instruction class wow so i went i went because i was cursed to go 
and I went there and I was listening to what was going on there and the day came when they asked who's ready now to give right. their life to the Lord and everybody pushed up their hands apart from me and I oh. felt bad now because now everybody is looking at me and wondering so how we not put up him hand but it wasn't a desire mm-hmm. for me and so I put up my hand after because I didn't want to be the odd one out. God will put right. you in situations where you must make a decision just to not look the odd one out. But you don't know that what you're really doing is making the decision that God really wants you to make. Right. So I lifted up my hands and I took on my water baptism. And can I tell you that I'm the only one who's still standing from that baptism right now? The one who sat and the one whose hands were down mighty goodness O'Neill, <laughs> this is touching like yo <laughs> you're stirring me but i want you to just take me back a little into that waiting process and the prophetic ministry how did you while waiting how was the experience yeah can you repeat that again dan all right so just take me back a little into that waiting process on the prophetic ministry how did it make you feel while waiting? How was your experience while in that waiting period? All right. Well, whilst I was waiting, and let me say this waiting period wasn't long. And mm-hmm. I believe the reason why it wasn't long is because sometimes if God allows you to wait too long as it relates to spiritual right. manifestations, you will get distracted and you might detour from what right. he's calling you to. Right. right so i didn't wait long so i don't think i have much experience where the waiting was concerned like mm-hmm. from the night that he he appeared to me and he spoke to me and and scolded me concerning what i was doing now my desire was shift into fulfilling that which he had called me for but surprisingly right. he did something right the vision that he showed me with me on the podium and the mm-hmm. congregation before me and the ministry he actually showed me what he called me for. So now right. the desire was burning because I want to see this that he has right. showed me manifesting itself. Right. So now the waiting was not depressing, but the waiting was more of excitement because right. I want to see what he is calling me for, what he is going to use me to do. Mm-hmm. So wow. not long after he started, because now he realized that the desire has been shifted. And this is what some people think. And that's why I'm glad we're talking about waiting. God does not shift his will to be in alignment with your will. So it is you that shifts your will. Why? Because God's will is perfect. Which Mm. means the moment you align align your will with the will of God, that's when you have a perfect will. And that's when you're looking for a perfect manifestation. Thank you, Jesus. So I shift my will into alignment with his will why because he showed me his will right Bless god he Alleluia. showed me his will and so i now knew what he was calling me for right so right. waiting wasn't any bother so though i was prophesying i still wasn't really released into the dimension that i'm released into now right, right. because some people get this thing twisted that if you prophesy it means that you're a prophet i dare to correct somebody where that is concerned there right. are different realms to the prophetic mm-hmm. right so not because you prophesy don't make you a prophet he says to some he gives apostle and prophet which means that everybody saying that they are one cannot be one 
Right. So there's the spirit of prophecy. You have the gift of prophecy. Then you have the office of the prophet. Mm-hmm. Now the spirit of prophecy travels with a prophet, which means once a prophet gets in your midst, then the spirit of prophecy is now active and the atmosphere is conducive for the prophetic to start flowing and even the baby can begin prophesying. But that don't yeah. mean the baby is a prophet. Definitely. Then you have the oh, gift of prophecy. The gift of... Mm. Oh my goodness. Woo. It's biblical, yo. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm... Come again. Mm. I am charged. Yes, Onil, continue. Yeah, the gift of prophecy is something that you're born with. It is within your bloodline. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. So so Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that is within thee from the long from long of old. Mm-hmm. Which means he was born with it. Line, but he didn't know that it was there. Wow. So when you stir something, you turn it. So, so, so Paul was telling him to turn up that gift that is within you. So the gift of prophecy is within him, but that don't mean that he is a prophet. So because Paul had to tell him to stir it, it means that sometimes it goes dormant. It's not always active. So you mm-hmm. cannot refer to somebody who has the gift of prophecy to be a prophet. Yes. On you, so, that is true. Yes. When, when you mention about prophesying and not being a prophet that is true a lot of people can it's biblical you know it, it was there in the in the in the in the um example of i should use saul you know how he prophesied in the midst of the prophet but he was not he is not a prophet but, ah there you go there you go so he prophesied when he got around the, the prophetic prophet. so because a prophet was in his midst now the spirit of prophecy was active so do, and that and i made reference to this because as i said it was prophesied that i would be a prophet mm-hmm. and i started prophesying not long after god appeared to me and spoke to me right but was i a prophet at that time <laughs> right mm-hmm. so i was still waiting to be released into the office but the gift was now active Jesus. right on you Ooh, thank you, Lord. Why are you stirring me up, man, to talk about waiting and all of these things? Like, I'm excited. Only, un, un, unlike your, you know, waiting process where it wasn't that depressing or whatever, because we we're talking about two different things, me encountering right. God with you in the prophetic. My one, my, you know, for me in that time of waiting for an encounter with God <laughs> that would push me into purpose there was there were times when I I got frustrated because I would go out in the early mornings to pray and to study the word you know like 3 a.m and those hours and worship God you know just for Jesus to reveal himself to me because I wanted to have that relationship with God I was tired of hearing about God so I was determined to seek him and so morning by mornings i would you know wake up in the early mornings to meet with god and nothing happened o'neill <laughs> absolutely nothing i was just going because i was tired of hearing god but nothing happened you know the, the sex nothing happened you know i would do stuff like try to impress god into showing up and that's where religious mindset comes in on our own emotion but then one morning i was studying the word of god and i don't know if this ever happened to you but i was studying and you know one of them scriptures in the new testament and suddenly only i got caught i got caught into an understanding it felt like the lord was speaking directly to me through his word and so after that i caught i started experiencing the lord more deeper 
So what I'm actually saying is that that waiting process got me feeling hopeless. I felt like, you know, at the the, the beginning, I felt hopeless. I felt like God would not show me because I've been here morning by morning and you have not been saying anything. I was impatient, <laughs> but nevertheless, I was determined. And I think that... Go. Say that's what? A very, that's a very important aspect of the waiting too. Yes. You have yes. to be determined. Right. And so, and I think my determination pushed me into that place of consistency. So it is because I was determined why I was consistently going before him. You know, where I'm able to get up because I'm determined. Where I'm able to pray and study the word only because I was determined. And so, yeah. <laughs> that's just some of what I have experienced during that waiting process. You know, even anxiety because I didn't know what to expect of God. He going to reveal himself this way? <laughs> Will he reveal himself that way? And so I had anxiety about the whole issue. Unlike yours, it wasn't so depressing after all. Funny. <laughs> because I, I think it's different because I wasn't waiting to see that manifestation. Right. And right. So he, he had to step in in order to bring me into that place where I really wanted to see the manifestation. So because so so oh Lord, thank you very much for this revelation. Sometimes you'll be waiting, but you don't know what you're waiting for. Right. So right. I was I had to be waiting because it was prophesied over me. So I was right. waiting, but the, but that determination and that interest was not in the waiting. Right. But it doesn't mean I wasn't waiting. Mm-hmm. I can make reference. So, so we're talk, we right, we we're made up of two compartments. So we can't just talk about one, right? You are body, your body. Let me not say two, you're three. So three, you have body, right? soul, and spirit, mm-hmm. right? So the spiritual part of my waiting was not depressing. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> stressing because, uh, I, as I said, I was not interested nor determined. I wasn't making any effort. In, right. in the waiting to see the manifestation but as it relates to the physical aspect I can tell you that I know what it is to be waiting and not hearing God that's when you get depressed and oh, stressed yeah. when you're waiting but you're not hearing God so right. I lost my job in 2018 and let me tell you sometimes God will say one thing to you and that's all you have holding on to hello oh, perfect perfectly said yes continue my brother mm-hmm so watch me now. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that they always say don't give the mic to a preacher. <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> so the, so so here it is that God gave one thing to Joseph. He gave him a dream, mm-hmm. and all Joseph had holding on to was a dream. Hallelujah. And waiting to see a manifestation from the dream, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I say sometimes God only gives you something to hold on to. Yes. But what he gives you to hold on to, you're going to need some destiny helpers and you're going to encounter some destiny killers. Right. So mm-hmm. so here it is. And God revealing it too clearly that sometimes your very family will be your destiny killers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here it is. Joseph's brothers are, are planning to kill him because of the dream that he had. Right. And if you die before the manifestation of your destiny, then the destiny dies also. And that's why they're called destiny killers. Mm-hmm. So here wow. they want to kill him. But when they wanted to kill him, then here's another brother being a destiny helper right there. Say, oh, don't, don't, don't kill him. Just throw him in the pit. God. 
after two him in, in the pit, he had intentions of coming back for him. But here it is, God is saying, let me protect this destiny and this purpose that is within my son. So right. here comes the Egyptians passing through. Why? Because maybe the brothers threw him down there. One has intentions of going back for him, but the other one has intention of going back to kill him. So God is not leaving it into that option where it's a race for which one to go and get him. Right. So here the Egyptians are passing and they, they buy him and take him to Egypt. Right. And then he encounters another destiny killer because he meets up on, on Potiphar's wife who wants right. to tarnish his character. And because he didn't give in, he was thrown into prison. And right. down in prison again, he now encounters another destiny helper. And here is how we tie this to waiting. So wow. he reveals the interpretation of the dream that the wine presser had. And there was another prisoner, I can't remember his name right now, but he was hanged and killed, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the wine presser is now um, being released out of prison and Joseph asks him one thing, when you go back and you go into the company of the king, just remember me. Mm -hmm. But two years passed and he still did not remember Joseph. Right. That's Joseph down there waiting, so it takes discipline to wait. Mm -hmm. And let me say this, it is, it is painful to wait. It right. is painful to wait. Don't let nobody tell you that waiting process is easy. So there right. is, and, and the position that you have to be waiting in at times makes it very difficult for you to wait. So he's in prison and waiting at the same time. So that's two discomfort right there, my sister. Mighty goodness. But here it is now, because there's a destiny to be fulfilled, and there, he, he has to be relevant because if the wine presser remembered him before the two years passed and he was released out of prison, then the manifestation could not happen. Why? Because here it is that Pharaoh now has as a dream that he cannot interpret and nobody that is around him that normally right. interprets for him cannot interpret. So here it is now that Joseph is going to be so effective that Pharaoh will have to find favor in him. So sometimes you're just waiting. Why? Because the season of you being effective is not here as yet. You got for your effectiveness to come into play before you are seen. So if Joseph was seen before the time of this interpretation for this dream, then he wouldn't be relevant. So you got to be relevant at the time when you are seen. So that's why you wait. You wait to be relevant. So Joseph now, the wine presser remembers him and tells Pharaoh that, oh, there was a little prisoner down there with me and he interpreted my dream. Maybe he can interpret your dream. This wine presser was a destiny helper, but he did not know he was a destiny helper. Your destiny helpers will not know that they are destiny helpers. Why? Because if they know that they are destiny helpers, they will try to kill your destiny also. So here it is now, the waiting is over and the manifestation is coming because Joseph now comes and interprets the dream to Pharaoh and Pharaoh finds favor in him and now the manifestation is coming and his brothers are going to come and see the manifestation. Why? Because it was first uttered to them. So the persons who doubt you, Dan, and doubt the manifestation of what you speak, God right. will allow the manifestation to be open 
so that when they see the manifestation they will know that that which you had holding on to was true so here it is i lost my job in 2018 and when i was discouraged the lord said to me what i have for you is bigger than what these who got the job received it is bigger so it takes more time to prepare it and to wrap it isn't that a good word to hold on to (laughs) but here it is now my kids are hungry i'm being thrown out of houses because i cannot afford rent right i'm having arguments with my wife because she's not getting what she's used to getting Right. I'm being mistreated by my parents. Why? Because no, I'm. I have to go back. Oh Lord, yes. Waiting sometimes take you back where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to the place where I was before I left and launched out on my own. I know I was being mistreated, but you know what? Sometimes you're waiting, and while you're waiting, all you're doing is complaining. You're not saying anything My to God. God. You're not praying to God. God. And that's why you, you cannot see the manifestation. Why? Because if you worship during your waiting, it opens God in you and on your behalf, and then it speeds up the manifestation. So here it is. I'm at my mom. I'm discouraged. I'm wondering, God, what's all this? And I said to him one day in the show, I said, God, am I the worst? Why yeah. is it that I have to be going through all of this and nothing is changing? He said, I want to hear you. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you're waiting, God just wants to hear you. Mighty and because God. you're not seeing anything, he says, knock and the door will be open. So if you're not knocking, how, how's the door going to be open? He says, seek and you can find. If you're not looking, you're not going to see anything. Mighty goodness. So in your waiting, you you got to be focused in your waiting you cannot lose sight of what you're waiting on so that's the only thing that kept me the fact that he said what i have for you is bigger and it takes more time to prepare it that's why you didn't get that job just now and right right after i started praying and i started praying at midnight there's something dynamic about midnight prayer tell somebody that that's hearing right now when you pray at midnight something dynamic happens because at that hour demons are out and they are carrying out all sorts of assignments you see when you pray at midnight you kill the devil's plan you kill the adversary's plans that he had when you pray at 12 why because most people are sleeping at 12 and so demons get active at that hour because they can accomplish more than they get to accomplish during the day because what people are praying at day church is going on at day fasting is going on but what's going on at midnight hour you got to pray until prayer becomes a lifestyle if you're gonna wait for god to manifest something in your life so it's not about sitting and just waiting it's about praying until prayer becomes a way of life so you pray even when you don't feel like praying right right so here it is i began praying more than i normally do why because now i want to see what is this big thing that you have for me that takes more time to be prepared that i have to be waiting so long that i have to be going through all this hardship and can I tell you that three weeks after I got a call to go back to the same place that I was working and you know where I was called to work the same department that I was kicked out from right nice. back into the face of the people who spoke when I left that there I'm not coming back there I cannot come back there mm. 
and I was wow. in their seats again. Why? Because the manifestation must come back to the same people who doubted you. Oh, Jesus. Woo, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now here, here I'm at now in the same department working. And, and hear me now, sometimes the wait, just a little part of the waiting is over. But there's something else for you to wait on. So I'm back in the department. I'm back at the same place working. But the big thing that I'm waiting on has not manifested itself as yet. But hallelujah, what? God gives you a taste of what is to come so you can hold on. Yes. So I'm still waiting to be hired to the company I'm working on a contract now. Mm-hmm. And waiting to be hired to the company. But now I'm visioning what God would have had prepared for me. Why I had right. to wait. Now I'm in a crew where there is nobody to train to be a supervisor but me. Mm. So when God says that he has something bigger, and that's why it's going to take more time, that's what he's talking about. You've <laughs> got to wait until you will be relevant then. Right. And I tell somebody on this podcast now that you have to wait until you're relevant before you are released into that which you're waiting for. I see God. On you, you know what? <laughs> I am... Um... I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what God will have you to do. That's what I'm excited for. You know, <laughs> I told you when I texted you, when I messaged you some time ago concerning this topic, I said, <laughs> I believe that God wants both of us to do it on waiting because I believe that there's something that you are waiting for, something along that line. And in during this week, while we were preparing for other things, I felt this so strongly in my spirit as if, you know, it was going to be an explosive one, a very good episode. And it is now here that God is showing us. And so, O'Neill, what are some of the things that that time of waiting produced on the inside of you? I heard you mention about discipline. You know, what are some yes. of the things that it does? That time of waiting, what does it produce on the inside of you? What, what it produces on the inside of me is that God is faithful to what mm-hmm. he says. Right. And I'm disciplined and determined to hold on to that which he promised me. Right. And so during my waiting, I, I, I've been praying more. I've mm-hmm. been having encounters with people more. I've been going to different churches to preach more. Wow. And I preach messages that encourages me wow mighty goodness you know only even for me one of the things that i heard you mention discipline earlier one of the things that my waiting period produced inside of me was discipline like <laughs> i never knew i could have been that disciplined i never knew i could get up in those mornings and going before god or whatever i i was disciplined during that time another thing that i that waiting period produced in me was dedication having to dedicate myself to the process (laughs) i mean i believe you can be waiting but you are not dedicated to the process i think you were saying that earlier you are not dedicated to the process and so learning from the you would have missed that part which is very important because you did not dedicate yourself in prayer 
during that waiting, in fasting during that waiting, in seeking God during that waiting, and so you've missed nothing. I was about my own business, right? You know, another. But some people will not. Sorry, let let me cut you right there. I'm sorry. Some people might not have the same opportunity that I have. Right. Right. Some people there. There's a special calling for you, and though. You... Mm-hmm. Mighty God. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you are worthy. Perfect. God is amazing. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Jesus. Waiting. Powerful episode. Mighty goodness. Another experience that actually that that was produced in me during that process of waiting was patience. <laughs> and if anyone knows me well, I am lacking in that area. It's needed. But <laughs> let's not overlook the fact that God is still working in me and on that part of me. Another thing that I actually that 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 waiting period produced in me was faith. Good God, I had to submit myself to knowing and going after someone in a different realm. You know, someone that I did not knew what to expect of. But the bottom line of all this is that all of these that we went through was to build and to shape our character. And so a lot of people don't understand that waiting also shapes you into how God may have right. you for the future. You see, O'Neill, when David was going through that process of being, you know, tending to sheep. God was working in him. That time God was take, taking time on building his character and also training him on how to deal with the bigger crowd. It was a background experience but it was done to shape him for the greater. You see, what, what he would have learned while in that background on sheep was leadership qualities. <laughs> you know, that he would someday need it to be utilized. And listen, you might be listening to us and you are out there saying, but God, I lack the tools for where you're taking me, for where it's needed. You know, the Bible says in James 1 and 5 that if a man lacks wisdom, <laughs> let him ask God who gives generously to all without finding all, and it will be given unto you. And so don't worry about what you don't have because there is a wisdom from God that can Amen. help you things and say the things you are not able to do in your natural self and so God was working David in the background and so a lot of times this waiting experience come as a background experience but it is working for our good you were saying something earlier before we cut off yeah I, I, I was saying that not many will have the opportunity that I had right because sometimes sometimes um God really wants you to actually encounter a waiting where discipline is concerned. So he would have already prepared me to be disciplined. And so he would have called me at the time when he he felt pleased. And then the encounter that I had with him disciplined me there and then because he schooled me and I was never schooled like that by anybody. You know, God never revealed my sin to anybody. Right. Mighty God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Mighty God. You know, I love this session, yo. (laughs) I feel like I needed to be in person for this one. 
mighty goodness thank you lord father you are worthy father we give you glory for this episode we give you honor lord and we give you praise father we want it to reach as many hearts and as many souls as possible because people are out there waiting lord god waiting mighty father in in the process of waiting they have a oh almighty oh, father forget about worship forget about praying forget about studying the word but if they can hear what we have to say lord god they'll be blessed because you are here thank you jesus hallelujah <laughs> wow wow waiting is actually a background experience hallelujah thank you jesus yes lord (laughs) oh my goodness i'm so excited for what god will do in our lives you know as we submit ourselves to god as we submit ourselves in waiting hallelujah thank you jesus and so god would have had uh, david to go through that waiting moment that experience you know david was actually (laughs) before there were times when david had to wait wait before david could actually became the king become the king of israel you know david had to wait until saul come out of position and so many waiting process that david had to go through but what david was determined david was 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 waiting and not only waiting but you were seeking god in that place of waiting and so here we are talking about waiting today talking about dedicating ourselves to 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 certain things where god is concerned during our waiting process oh my goodness i can't wait for honeil to come back on (laughs) god is amazing hallelujah oh lord you can continue. <laughs> I'm here now. Yes, man, you're here. All right, good. So I'm saying there, there was something that David had holding on to, and that's what actually kept him so faithful in his waiting. He had the anointing to be king already. So deep right. down inside, he was king. Though he was not placed in the seat, the anointing to be was on him. So I want to tell somebody that when when God has you waiting, he has already anointed you for what you're waiting to walk into. Right. Glory to God. So it's not yet your time. But you got to wait. You got to wait. Oh, Lord. That's why I said to you, Joseph had to wait until he was relevant. So though he, he, he had the anointing to be the king, the seat was not empty. It was still filled. Right. So sometimes the seat that you are waiting for, Dion, it is occupied. Oh, and you you cannot just go and push the person out of it. Something something blesses me by by what David was into. David David kept saying that I cannot touch him because he is the Lord's anointed. He learned principles on Oh, oh, oh. That's what shows you that he had discipline in waiting. The seat belongs right. to me, but somebody is in it. That it was anointed by God before. You see, he learned discipline. This man was anointed by it was God who sent Samuel to anoint uh, uh, King Saul, regardless of the fact that Saul slipped up. It was God. And David knew that. David disciplined himself. David waited until his turn. 
principles. I still tell people the Old Testaments are full of certain principles that many have not yet tapped into. We have to learn. Perfect. Mighty goodness, Lord. I love that. Mm. Mighty goodness. So you see, before O'Neill <laughs> before O'Neill came back on, I was literally talking about the same David waiting his turn. And then O'Neill comes now and he's talking about the same thing. God is really speaking. You know, oh my goodness. I love this episode. It's been a while, y'all. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So David had to wait his turn. David had to wait. And during that waiting process, regardless of the fact that Saul seek to kill David, David still had to wait and continue on you. Yeah, because because that, that same, the word that you use, discipline, it is very, very important in the waiting. But you said something also about the discipline that comes from the Old Testament. A lot of right. people are, have been deceived into believing that the Old Testament is done away with. But I want to tell somebody that the New Testament is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. It's not done away with. Do not be deceived and do not be lied to. Knowledge right. is very important. Solomon right. told you that the more you gain wisdom, the more foolish things annoys you. I cannot listen there. I cannot listen to folly. And that's why I tell people, when God tells you to wait, you better wait. Me too. Because, because if God says to wait, you're waiting on something dynamic. And if you run ahead and try to get before God says, you're going to get what you don't deserve. You know why? Because what you're waiting on is what you deserve. Right, my only I love you know what only I love how you mention <laughs> I love how you mention about that Old Testament thing as I was saying before because you see <laughs> I learned certain principles that I am now living because of the Old Testament and I said to people you the Old Testament have a lot of principles that you need don't despise reading the Old Testament it's important mm-hmm. to understand and as I said to you David knew certain things that many have not yet tapped into. And that's why he didn't slay Saul when he had the chance to. That's, why that's right. That's right. Showing respect. Right. He knew. But, you know, how do you cope with seeing a vision of purpose? How do you cope with seeing a vision of purpose where God wants to take you, but you know, sometimes it feels far-fetched? You know, how do you cope with that? How do you deal with that? Seeing the vision versus realizing that hey, this is perfect. How do you? <laughs> All right. Well, well. How I cope with that? I, I believe I would have said it earlier. God mm-hmm. gives you one thing to hold on to, mm-hmm. and and He means what He says. He, he cannot lie, and because He cannot lie, whatever He says is what He means. Okay. So though it seems far fetched. Because you don't know when it's going to manifest itself. You still have one thing holding on to, and it is the promise and the vision that he has showed unto you. And then you, you, God will not tell you to wait without you having experience of him manifesting what he has promised you before. Right. So the thing is now, you, you, you're going to have such an experience with God that you know that this, this might look far-fetched. God can just snap his finger and it happens tomorrow or it happens the next minute. Yes. So I cope with it because what I've I've experienced God 
in different occasions, in different situations, over and over again. Love and because I experience him over and over again, I'm able to cope no matter how long it looks, no matter how long it takes. Because I know deep inside that what God says is what he means. Wow. And, so and, and then, oh Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry the preacher has the mic. <laughs> ah, <laughs> obedience. Obedience is very, very important too when it comes on to waiting. Right. Because we're, when disobedience, comes in there are consequences for your disobedience so here it is right. the young prophet goes to Bethel to prophesy and God gave gave him instruction but then the old prophet came and lied to him and brought him back now God God would have already revealed to him why he is supposed to be obedient and why he's not supposed to carry he said right. go and do what I sent you to do and leave but he did not and so the older prophet ended up prophesying to him that on your way going back, this was going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and here it is. Ambassador Bernard, here it is that the manifestation is, is happening with him, coming from the same person who lied to him. Right. So because, because the devil. Mighty goodness. Wow. This is powerful. This is, oh my goodness. You know, (laughs) this is to bless all of us. It's just not you, but it's me too. I'm blessed, (laughs) y'all. I'm empowered right through this episode. I am empowered. Guys, (laughs) share with your friends, families, your loved ones. Let them know that waiting isn't bad after all. O'Neill, you can continue. Yeah. The waiting, the waiting experience, Shilcha, and let me say this to you, <laughs> and that this is how I know that this this podcast is really scripted by God. Right. Oh my. God. And and this this was already ordained. Can I tell you how many people been calling me since I've I've been on this podcast with you? People just keep calling me like like the devil wants this podcast to be thrown off. Oh my god. I've been I've been ignoring cause. My supervisor just came to the gate blowing his horn for me to come and go to work. But let me tell you something. Uh, you see, when God has something planned out, the devil cannot shift what God Amen. has planned. Amen. Wow. And so I, I know that this podcast is gonna reach people. It's gonna reach somebody who did not want to hold up because they think they've been waiting too long but let me say to that person who thinks that they've been waiting too long the moment you believe that you've been waiting too long is the moment that the the breakthrough is right around the corner the manifestation is right around the corner and so the devil wants to depress you and push you to your breaking point so you don't see the manifestation and you know what's gonna happen you're gonna left thinking that God is a liar when it is you who left outside of had ordained for you before the time and now the manifestation doesn't come and you leave thinking that God lied to you no 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 he does not lie it is your obedience and your patience and determination and your discipline in waiting that will going to bring you into the manifestation of that which God asked you to wait for I think goodness O'Neill Jesus (laughs) 
my god listen to me honey i absolutely love this episode the lord hand is on it me, me know it's gonna be like this from a longer time because i felt it in my spirit but you know i love this the question that i ask you about coping because i want us to understand that we should not rush anything times and seasons are important to discern know by the spirit of discernment and by god's leading when the right time is to move you see god will not god will not show us everything all at once only i believe some of the things god might hide from us because if some of us knew we would we would want to jump the process you're gonna and and you you might run away too because he's Mm -hmm. gonna show you that you're gonna have to walk through the fire and he's gonna show you that you're gonna step on some kasha and it's gonna hurt you and you're gonna have to sit there for a while and you're gonna have to dress some wounds before you go into the palace so if you see all of that you're gonna try and escape it and that's gonna mess with the manifestation goodness and that's why i believe some of the things are hidden it might go show you peace so that you can anticipate but i don't think he will show you everything while you're on the way just no. like when he spoke to abraham it was abraham and he said move and go to this land and it was when no with abraham and his son oh my goodness lord thank you abraham and and his son isaac when he told him to to, to make the altar you know and so abraham did not know who was the sacrifice at first because god kept that peace <laughs> and it was when at that time now god spoke to him while he was there say lay your son it's just it was an example of jesus christ you know and so i believe personally that god may hide certain things from us he will not show us everything while we are on the way and so i want us to understand for those who are frustrated in purpose it is a process you can't skip the process learn discipline you know what that means you still gotta be consistent. You still gotta be disciplined. You still gotta wait. You still gotta seek God, and you still gotta go through the process. Why wait? Why wait? Waiting is important. I love this. My goodness, gotta feel your hands on this. You know, and so ho 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 ho. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Oh my goodness, I love this. Why wait? Why wait? Because waiting is important. Oh, God is going to bless some people through this episode. Guys, and I want you to share to as many people as you can. Because God's going to get the glory from this. Somebody out there might have been saying, as Anil said, I have waited too long. But God is saying, these are some of the things that you need while you're in your waiting process. Hold on a little longer you know mighty goodness mighty goodness oh my god <laughs> I, I believe god will take this uh podcast like from stage like from recording to like uh how do you say to like in person oh i feel some in-person things coming inside of me <laughs> oh my goodness the holy spirit father i love you hallelujah Father, I thank you for these many lives that will be blessed by this podcast episode and waiting <laughs> in Jesus' name. For Father, you are about to show up in some of your people's lives. You're about to speak in their lives concerning their waiting process. You might have been waiting for an opportunity to travel. You might have been waiting to give birth. 
to something that you know that God is calling you into. You might have been waiting to release that book. You might have been awaiting process for something. But God wants you to know all of this that we are talking about. He wants you to know today that you're not waiting in vain. The other side is beautiful. Mighty goodness. Thank you, Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so, Anil, all of that waiting process, what are some of the things that you have discovered about yourself during that process? Well, firstly, let me say, I, I discovered that what you complain about is what you don't pray about. Mm-hmm. Because wow. during my waiting, I was complaining, but I didn't. I, I lost sight of the fact that I wasn't praying about what I was complaining about. And sometimes our waiting pulls us into a place of complaining. Right. And, and, and when you start complaining, you forget to pray because all you see now is what's going wrong. Oh my goodness. So it revealed to me that I, 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 I was a complainer <laughs> because of <Yeah>. powerful <laughs> complaining I was a complainer too in fact sometimes every now and then <laughs> I get into that place where I talk you know as the eat turn up I talk and I complain and, and I go on and on and on but guess what it's not good to complain he is so right complaining is not good but what my takeaway from this complaining conversation is you know what you complain about is what you don't pray about i so believe that you know you started looking on the problem rather than what god actually told you he didn't promise you that it would be easy he did not promise you that you won't go through anything you know and so while you are going through stuff while you are waiting there is something called prayer that you need to tap into. That God will begin to show you more and begin to comfort you in that place while you wait. You know? And so I love that. Oh my goodness, this is so powerful. Mm-mm. One of the things that I learned, you know, while in my waiting process that I discovered about myself, you know, I'd love to say that I am, I love to say that I am valuable to God. And that's why I got to keep, you know, through the process keep going through the process so that when when i get there i can last you see that word last is very important a lot of people can't last because you know they rush the process and so that process that process taught me that i'm valuable you see if you skip the process you might not last stay there wait on the lord the scripture says wait on the lord wait on the lord be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. You see, it was when you are waiting or you are walking in the fulfillment of what you waited for that you can agree with God that you are valuable to him. And I'm sure Job can attest to this one. And so thanks much to O'Neill. I love this episode. Very beautiful. Glory be to God. Thanks much to O'Neill. That's beautiful. Discovering what's on the inside of us is good while we wait. Sometimes it's through a waiting process that we're able to encounter what is actually hidden within us. You know? And so waiting is good. Waiting is absolutely good. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> to God be the glory. To God be no we uh, this episode should change the way how we see waiting. For some of us who are very impatient, it should change the way how we view waiting. And so I'm sure that if our mind, if, if, if thinking about waiting can change within our mind, then we are better able to go through the process of what God really wants to do within us. Because now we can actually wait. You know? And so I love that. I love this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> right now we are waiting on O'Neill. <laughs> We're waiting on him to get back on. Thank you, Jesus. And so, Father, I just pray that you will bless the many hearts, the many listeners, the many people. Father, I pray, mighty God, that you will even reach people as far as the U.S., as far as Canada, as far as, you, you know, uh, England. I'm here. I did. You pray, your prayers answered quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was saying I was saying that I like the way you keep tying the word process in the waiting. Right. Because waiting is a is a process. Right. Right. So you, you know the end product of um of a cake. But when you start mixing the ingredients for the cake, you don't just dive in and, and want to eat it and thinking that you're gonna eat the cake. Because right. it's not the cake as yet. Because mm-hmm. there's a process that it has to go through, and you right. will have to wait to experience the sweet taste of the cake after the cake has gone through the process. So you now waiting yeah, and going through a process. You know why? You said something. You said you're valuable to God. Mm. And you see, because you're valuable to God, God brings you through a process. So when you pray, it comes up as sweet incense to him. Yeah. So when you don't go through the process, it's like you don't even know how to pray. You don't know how to worship. You don't know how to praise. And so nothing that you send up does not reach to him as sweet incense. But when he prepares you and puts you through the process, whatever you send up to him comes up as sweet incense. And now God can enjoy you. Right. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Everything is just working out for the good. So before we wrap up, O'Neill, what would you say to a person who is actually going through the period of waiting now? Just one thing that you'd say to them now, a person that is waiting, waiting, you know, waiting. What would you say to that person now? That's just two words. Hold on. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say hold on is because if you've been waiting and you're still here, it means that you are rougher than the situation that you're going through. Because if the situation was rougher than you, it would have rubbed you out already. Mm -hmm. Let me tell somebody that. And the fact that you're still here means that there is still purpose in you. And once there is still purpose in you, it means that there is some glory that God is supposed to get from you. Because mm-hmm. your purpose is to bring God glory. So I, I dare to tell somebody, hold on. 
because your waiting process is gonna bring God glory and if you like to, whenever you oh Lord whenever you bring down the glory of God in any environment it cannot remain to be the same so when you attract the glory of God to come down because you waited through the process that's when your life will transform and you will see a huge difference in your life because you waited there is reward in waiting hold on somebody somebody who who thought that they had nothing holding on to hold on to nothing even if it's nothing you're holding on to because your waiting process will bring glory to God and bring transformation to your life that's what I want to tell somebody there and that's what I want to tell you and tell myself hold on right mighty goodness bless the Lord hallelujah hold on even if it is to nothing hold on because when you're holding on to nothing well when you think you're holding on to nothing you're holding on to the hands of god and that's a never changing hand and a never failing hand which means that if you hold on to his hand you cannot fail and you cannot be defeated hold on somebody hold on right mighty goodness amen thank you jesus hallelujah you know but now that we have come to the end on neil <laughs> looking back on your waiting process versus now what would you say about yourself what would you speak to about yourself what would you say about yourself now that you've crossed over into a place of fulfillment it is dynamic. <laughs> I don't I don't even think words can express it. The joy that I feel beyond. Right? But when I was going through my process there were days when I felt happy. But right. the happiness only lasts for a time. Oh, but yeah. the manifestation brings joy. Oh and there's a joy in me because I'm seeing the manifestation of what God promised me. What God asked me to wait on i'm seeing the manifestation of it and it brings joy joy that <laughs> everlasting joy i tell you if i'm supposed to find words to describe the way i feel about the manifestation of god i couldn't find words all right you said something to me and and, and let me say and say to everybody right here this that you're doing right now dear is the manifestation also of what God was using me to do in your life. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that I was helping to shape somebody right. that would that would be interviewing me today that we would be sharing together. But at your point of breaking, God would have allowed me to be in your geographic location. And that's right. something important too. Your geographic um, location is very important also as it relates to waiting. Amen. And <laughs> thank you so much, Anil. And you know, now that I have crossed over into that place of resting, you know, from what I went through even last season, even in that period of waiting, I would say that the Lord had given me a greater level of understanding of the process. I mean, Amen. I was so going through the fire. <laughs> Fear intimidated by having to But now that I have crossed over from one experience, with it myself, I find this place of accepting the way. I can Amen. now accept 
accept that the weight is a process accepting and appreciating the process all to the glory of no conversation i absolutely love it and i know <laughs> i know that many will be blessed because god is here so i'm grateful Amen. that we yourself available to share according to god's leading very important obedience and i just pray that god will bless the many hearts you know so thank you so much until for joining us today thank you <laughs> and so much are the platforms that your songs are available on well, the, my song is available on all major platforms. You can check Amazon. You can check Spotify. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. CD Baby, iTunes, right. YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, I'm currently releasing a new video too on Vivo. And it right. will be released on YouTube also this June. Entitled? Um, In a Safe Again. And we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for it to be safe again. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. O'Neill, God bless you. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> the many bless you as well. Blessed, but I am blessed. Oh. I tell you, we're gonna have to do a part two, Dion. Yes. We're gonna have to do a part two because this is very dynamic. Also, my my motto that you shared, I want to release this prophetically also over everyone that is hearing that your yes. mouth is prophetic. Speak yes. what you want to see until it happens. And the word until means that you will have to wait for it right. to happen. So I'm still tying that to our topic that we're talking about. But I dare you to speak what you want to see, not only in your life, but in the life of your family and in the lives of those who you come in contact with daily. I rest it right here because if I continue, the Holy Spirit is going to come down in this place, Dion, (laughs) and we're going to be blazing with fire. Hallelujah. Only God bless you and thank you, my brother. We'll see each other again and we'll talk again. Thank you very much, sister. Have a nice evening.